Podcast Network Asia. What's up? Welcome to the courtroom. I am Theo. And I'm Oj. And in this podcast, we tell stories about people's life, liberty, and property. Kikwentohan namin kayo about court rulings in a way that will make you understand jurisprudence like a nine-year-old. So join us as we delve into true crime, political controversies, and all things started the chismis every week. Kamusta naman, Odge? One week tayong uh, nawala. Kaya nga, nabitin ata yung mga listeners natin on the Visconde Massacre case. Well, sa mga nagtatanong, bakit daw kami MIA? Meron <laughs> Surprisingly, meron, Oj. Magawin mo yun. Concerned pala sila sa atin, di ba? Nak, salamat naman, courtmates. But yun nga, we've been ill for a few days and was unable to record the episode. Tsaka, ang hirap magbigay ng insights, di ba? Nang nilalagnat-lagnat ka. But don't worry, we're safe, healthy, vaccinated, and COVID-free courtmates. Well, Teo, di lang yan ang free because where we last left off, pati ang suspected perpetrator sa Visconde Massacre has been acquitted. Well, yun na nga dapat ang ending eh. But on 2011, Lauro Visconde, the patriarch of the Visconde family, filed for a motion for reconsideration over the said acquittal. Pero bago natin uh, pag-usapan ang final uh, resolution sa case na to, balikan muna natin ang facts and ruling of the case of Antonio Lejano versus People of the Philippines. And People of the Philippines versus Hubert Jeffrey Webb, Antonio Lejano, Michael Gatchalian, Hospicio Fernandez, Miguel Rodriguez, Peter Estrada, and Gerardo Biong. Gabinang ikatatlumpo ng Hunyo taong 1991 ng pasukin ng tahanan ng mga Visconde sa BF Homes, Paranyakit. Kinabukasan, agad na gilaman ng balita ang karumal-tumal na sinapit ng mag-inang sina Estrellita, Carmela at Jennifer na pitong taong gulang. Bawat isa, tagtad ng hindi bababa sa sampung saksak. Nang mangyari ang krimen, nasa Estados Unidos ang amang si Lauro na nagkatrabaho bilang cook at amin ang star witness na si Jessica Alfaro. Isa siya mismo sa walong kataong ng loob sa tahanan ng mga Visconde noong gabing yun. Several men including former Senator Freddie Webb's son Hubert were charged for the crime. They were convicted in 2000 but the Supreme Court reversed that decision 10 years later. On December 14, 2010, the Supreme Court reversed the judgment of the Court of Appeals and acquitted the accused in this case. Hubert Jeffrey Webb, Antonio Lejano, Michael Gatchalian, Hospicio Fernandez, Miguel Rodriguez, Peter Estrada, and Gerardo Piong on the ground of lack of proof of their guilt beyond reasonable doubt. 
14 days after their acquittal, Lauro G. Visconde, ang ama at asawa ng mga pinaslang na sina Estrelita, Carmela at Jennifer, asked for reconsideration of its decision dahil they were denied daw of due process of the law. Nagkaroon daw ng uh, serious misappreciation of the facts at unreasonable daw yung pag-disregard sa credibility ni Jessica Alfaro. Dahil daw dito, the decision rendered was tainted and erroneous and that it shall result in the miscarriage of justice or committed grave abuse in its treatment of the evidence and prosecution witnesses. Sinagot naman ito ng Supreme Court but as a rule, a judgment of acquittal cannot be reconsidered because it places the accused under double jeopardy. Wait, ano nga ba yung double jeopardy? Well, double jeopardy means that when a person is charged with an offense and the case is terminated either by acquittal or conviction or in any other manner without the consent of the accused, the latter cannot again be charged with the same or identical offense. Tama. Nasa 1987 Constitution kasi natin yan, di ba? Article 3, Section 21 provides that no person shall be twice put in jeopardy of punishment for the same offense. Kaya naman, sabi ng court, to reconsider a judgment of acquittal will place the accused twice in jeopardy of being punished for the crime of which he has already been absolved. Ang rationale kasi behind this is that sa mga criminal cases, the full power of the state is ranged against the accused. If hindi lalagyan ng limit as to the number of attempts na pwedeng i-prosecute ang isang akusado over the same offense after nito maakwit, then magkakaroon ng infinite power and capacity ang state for a sustained and repeated lit- uh, litigation which would eventually overwhelm naman the accused in terms of resources, stamina, and will to fight. Kawawa naman din yung accused kung anlikasuhan, iba. Kaya nga, as the court said, in People of the Philippines versus Sandigan Bayan, at the heart of this policy is the concern that permitting the sovereign freely to subject the citizen to a second judgment for the same offense would arm the government with a potent instrument of oppression. The provision therefore guarantees na ang state shall not be permitted to make repeated attempts to convict an individual for an alleged offense and thereby subjecting him to embarrassment, expense, and ordeal compelling him to live in a continuing state of anxiety and insecurity na anytime pwedeng kasuhan na naman siya, ba? Plus, it will also enhance yung possibility that even uh, though innocent, he may still be found guilty. Of course, on occasions, a motion for reconsideration after an acquittal is possible. But the grounds are exceptional and narrow as when the court that absolved the accused gravely abused its discretion, resulting in loss of jurisdiction or when a mistrial has occurred. In any of such cases, the state may assail the decision by special civil action of certiorari under Rule 65. Now, sa kasong to, although Lauro Visconde invoked the exceptions, he has been unable to bring his pleas for reconsideration under such 
exceptions. For instance, sabi niya, the court must ensure that due process is afforded to all parties and there is no grave abuse of discretion in the treatment of witnesses and evidence. Pero, di naman niya specify yung mga violations of due process or yung acts constituting uh, grave abuse of discretion that the court uh, supposedly committed. Tapos, yung claim niya that the highly questionable and suspicious evidence for the defense taints with serious doubts the validity of the decision is a mere conclusion drawn from personal perception. Sinait pa ni Mr. Lauro yung decision sa Galman versus Sandigan Bayan as authority na ang court can set aside the acquittal nga of accused in the present case. Pero sa Galman case naman, the government proved that the prosecution was deprived of due process since the judgment of acquittal in that case was dictated, coerced, and scripted. Hence, it was a sham trial. Eh, dito sa Visconde case, Lauro does not allege that the court held a sham review of the decision of the CA. Didi naman niya sinabi na nagkaroon ng phony deliberation sa kasong to mga justices who voted to acquit the accused, those who dissented, and those who inhibit. So, di talaga clear kung ano yung violation, kung anong violation ba yung sinasabi ni Mr. Visconde that constitute deprivation of due process. Ultimately, what Lauro actually questions is the court's appreciation of the evidence and assessment of the prosecution witnesses' credibility. He ascribes grave error on the court's finding that Jessica Alfaro was not a credible uh, witness and assails the value assigned by the court to the evidence of the defense. In other words, Lauro wants the court to review the evidence anew and render another judgment based on such re-evaluation. Kaso, this is not constitutionally allowed as it merely uh, as it is a merely repeated attempt to secure web and the other accused conviction. Kaya naman, the court ultimately denies Lauro Visconde's motion for reconsideration for lack of merit. And emphasize that the judgment of acquitting Webb and the other accused is final and can no longer be disturbed. No further pleadings shall be entertained in this case. Hey you! Yes you! I'm talking to you! If you like unscripted conversations on heartbreak, listen to Walwal Sesh the podcast ang podcast ng mga sowi hosted by Doc Gia part of the process of moving on is really accepting that it was or it never, never happened yeah. take it one day at a time no? surrends it's something that we need to in a way let people know na it's okay to cry and vino if you're just expecting pero you're not doing anything or something mm-hmm para malaman ng partner mo kung ano ba yung pangangailangan mo. Then, walang, walang mangyayari. Available on all major podcast platforms. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Speaking of moving on, how does one really move on ba from such a tragic event? Well, sabi nila, time heals all wounds, di ba, Oj? Pero ako personally, I don't think it can. If ako din naman yung lumugar dun sa position ni Mr. Visconde, baka nga nasiraan pa ako ng bait eh. So, and sa case na to, actually, Mr. Visconde uh, actually expressed his mental anguish, wounded feelings, emotional suffering due to the untimely demise of his family. He said it actually cost him his life. His heart bled all the time and only time can tell when he can fully cope with the situation. Actually, during the finality of this case, 
Laura was totally displaced and jobless. He misses his family and had lived an abnormal life with no aspiration and no more challenge to work for. In fact, nga Oj, when he was asked how much compensation he will ask for moral damages, he answered saying that he leaves the matter to the sound discretion of the court as in truth, no amount can truly compensate him for the loss of his loved ones. He sought justice for the death of his family and hoped that the culprit, whoever they were, will be punished so that the souls of his departed loved ones may rest in peace. Tama naman, uh, Teo. Sobrang sakit naman kasi talaga yung nangyari sa kanya. Eh, no? But uh, is justice or can justice be attained nga ba talaga, Teo? Although uh, one of our uh, listeners, Irene Binauhan, send in an audio question via Anchor asking about the evidence presented in the lower court about uh, Hubert Webb's alleged employment staff under his father who was then a senator. Nabaliwala uh, na lang daw ba yung evidence of his DTR and uh, records of his salaries and allowance in proving that Webb was indeed uh, in the Philippines during the commission of the crime? Well, first of all, thank you so much, Irene, for sending in your questions. While, syempre, we can't really provide our personal ano, interpretation on how the SC appreciate evidences, di ba, presented in, oh, pieces of evidence presented in court. We can only highlight the concurring and descending opinion on this matter. Uh, yes, and uh, we cannot actually find uh, anything that relates to Webb's stint as presidential staff in the case proper. Although we have stumbled upon a relevant uh, contention under the dissenting opinion of Justice Villarama, wherein uh, he posed uh, doubt about dun sa isang alibay ni Webb na nasa US talaga siya. And uh, in fact, nag-work uh, pa siya sa pest control company ng pinsan niyang si Alex uh, Del Toro as evidenced by a logbook and check payments. Sabi ni uh, Justice Villarama, a careful review of the logbook shows it to be unworthy of any evidentiary weight. Kasi daw, yung mga record ng pangalan ni Webb dun sa logbook was merely superimposed on the actual entries. Dahil nga superimposed to, it could have been easily fabricated and are not reliable proofs of Webb's presence and occupation in the United, uh, United States around the time of the Visconde killing. Tsaka daw yung alleged check para sa salary ni Webb were also unreliable. Kasi daw yung check dated June 13, 1991 was made payable to cash while yung ibang check was uh, appeared to be payable to Hubert Webb uh, was dated on only nung July 10, 1991. So neither of the said checks, na yung isa is June 13 nga, yung isa July 10, placed Webb in the US at the time of Visconde killings. Simply put, neither of the check is therefore a clear proof to support Webb's alibi. But uh, of course, we have to remember that this is part of the dissenting opinion. And uh, what is governing is the ruling of the majority of the Supreme Court, which uh, states na Webb's alibi and defense holds water. To reiterate uh, what Justice Carpio Morales states in her concurring opinion, 
while it should be the common desire of the, the bench and the bar that uh, crime is not left unpunished, it is no less important, if not more so, that the innocent be shielded from hasty prosecution and rash conviction. We have nothing but praise for sincerity and zeal in the enforcement of the law. Nevertheless, the undeserved penalties inflicted upon the blameless and the indelible stain upon their name, which is never quite washed away by time, should caution all concerned to a more careful and conscientious scrutiny of all the facts before the finger is pointed and the stone is cast. Tama. So, allow me to end this case with the words of Justice Sereno. The duty of the prosecution is not merely to secure a conviction, but to secure a just conviction. The task of the pillars of the criminal justice system is to preserve our democratic society under the rule of law, ensuring that all those who appear before or are brought to the bar of justice are afforded a fair opportunity to present their side. Hence, as we write this finis to the case, it is time we evaluate the total picture that the prosecution's act or omission have wrought upon the accused's right with each seemingly innocuous stroke. Whatever its intention may have, the various violations of the accused's right have resulted in his failure to secure a just trial. As such, the judgment of conviction cannot stand. If you guys like our podcast, please don't forget to subscribe for free on Spotify or wherever you're listening to right now. You can also watch the Audiogram version of this podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Again, this is Oj and Theo leaving you with a reminder to always look back in history because precedents shall rule the future. Thank you for listening and we'll see you again in the courtroom. Bye! The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>